Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You, you Are, are that. that. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. Nope. Today on our awesome podcast, we have an even more awesome guest, Miss Allison Rosen, that you might know from one of the many podcasts she herself hosts. Lots of people will know this amazing human from Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Mm-hmm. But I tuned into one episode of that because of Allie Ward. She was your guest. This was eons ago. And she's our podfather. Yeah. <laughs> Delightful and wonderful. And we love her. I sidestepped. I'm a childish follower. I'm like <laughs> hardcore. The children. I'm one of y'all's. Babies. I, don't, I don't know. If we're in pure range, I feel like it's weird to call myself one of your children. But um, <laughs> I know. We began to feel like... Because for a little while, we're like, what do we call our listeners? Do we call them kids, children? I think we began to feel like that's like some cult leader shit. I liked it, but it did feel a little odd. Um, you yeah. rude. That was another fun one I thought about. Ooh, I was like, that's that, good. That's, that's kind of cute. Um, I have to confess, <laughs> I am one of your chicken people, and you have shared my chicken sex knowledge on your show. <laughs> Thank and I you. was I was fucking honored. I'm the Shannon from Oregon that talked to you about cloacas <laughs> and yes. how roosters have a lot of hoes. Like it was it what was a serious. small world. I know I'm fangirling. <laughs> Those were heady times. Yeah, we were in it. I wish we were still in the chicken sex season of the podcast. And I think yeah. we could bring it back because I think, we I think it started because we wanted to know like how many times do chickens have sex to create eggs per, yeah. you know, encounter. And then it got real in the weeds. But then I also really drummed up some of my ologies knowledge because I talked about cloacas and how chickens right. mate by touching buttholes. And that is a straight up alley ward passover i didn't even know that no i know that's how they do it but i didn't realize that that came straight from ali ward right i saw it with my eyes because my chickens are whores but (laughs) your whore chickens just put on a show back there it's great they're just cranking out eggs all day long i'm just picturing other things touching butts right just butt smooching you know that is a meat cue (laughs) 
But wait, does a chicken have a penis? Nope. Mm -mm. Not at all. So how a weird little node that secretes a gross thing and then they smooch butts with the hen and then the fluid goes up where it's supposed to go. Interesting. A little node. So, okay. So I had... It's gross. (laughs) I had a chicken. I've had two chickens in my life and I had ducks when I was little and cockatiels. Oh, Satan. (laughs) Really? No, I... Yeah, Shannon hates duck singies. Really? She's like like a real hater. Oh, we're like neighbors that don't agree. Ducks are like, you stay in your yard. I've been attacked by some ducks. and they Some of them walk laying down. Some look like bowling pills. I find them suspicious. I can get on board with the hatred of geese because oh, yeah. geese Universal. are just notoriously like mean and they will attack your legs and they honk. But some of my best friends have been ducks. I love a duck. I, I just like love that. that. I want to wear it on a shirt. So my best <laughs> friends have been ducks. Yeah. I just want people to stop Aww. me and ask about it so I could turn around and go, this isn't none of your business. <laughs> this isn't about me. Get this out is of about my our shirt. friend. Our best friend, in fact, Allison Rosen. <laughs> oh, so, so wait, I want to ask though, when I was little, I remember like when, when I'd get a new bird, they wouldn't be able to sex the bird, which sounds mm-hmm. so wrong until it's right. of a certain age. But then the way they do it is they like turn it over and look at its area that a tiny duck bathing suit would cover. But if mm-hmm. they all have just cloacas, what are they looking for? They kind of smush it a little bit and there's a node if it's a dude. Oh. But it's harder to do so you on have to chickens. smush the butt? You have to like yeah. get in there and feel for like a little no, marble? They, it's like just a little... Why am I asking? I don't know, dude. Questions. Why am I showing you with my hands? I know. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just picture you flip over Some the bird. Some of my best friends it. have been ducks. I like that better. <laughs> I, we should go back to where we were all best friends with ducks. This is better. Oh, God. I don't know if ducks you can sex by flight feathers, but chickens you can. So that's all I use. Oh. Or I just wait for them to crow or lay and call it good. Got it. And mm. I remember with cockatiels, there's like a different pattern on yeah. the actual feathers. That's some of the chickens, too. Yeah. This could be a bird podcast if we let it. Well, you guys want but... me to leave? No. <laughs> you want me to go? <laughs> why no. do you, Why do you hate birds, Bonnie? I no. don't hate birds. I love right. them. And I'm like, sure. A blue one. <laughs> that is like, that's my extent of it. And that's, I'm fine with that. We got hardcore into the bird watching app for a little tiny bit. You did. You told okay. me about it all the time. I mean, every okay. time you came to my backyard and you were that's like, true. oh, that's a blah, blah, blah. Ew. You want this yeah, app? I'm you can nerd. hear the call. And I said, Damn it. nah, remember I told you the other day oh, though, yeah. that I feel like the birds were mocking me with their oh, happiness. Right. Yeah. I the went outside and the birds were chirping, but they got her. like so heavy in it. Like there were so many that I was like, I get it. Fuck off. They were mocking me. The sun came through. The birds were loud. And I was like, instead of snow whiting it up in my neighborhood, I was just like, give me a break. (laughs) Yeah. Read the room, birds. Right? Not everyone's happy in your noise. (laughs) Okay. So that was the longest, bestest meet cute we've ever had. And we haven't even met face to face. And I will again announce, Miss Allison Rosen, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. And welcome to you. Welcome. Do you want to tell all the people a little bit about you? Yes, Sure. So I, uh, I host Allison Rosen as your best friend and I host Childish and I live in Southern California and I am married and I have 
a four-year-old and a two-year-old and a dog. I no longer have ducks or chickens, although I really <laughs> would like to have chickens, but there's kind of a coyote problem in oh, Burbank, at least according yeah. to Nextdoor. And I feel like that would just be inviting this situation. Oh, that's, 100%. that's a snack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was born in Oakland, grew up in Orange County, lived in New York for a number of years. Before I moved to New York, I played guitar in a girl punk band. Of course you did. (laughs) And before this weird broadcasty, podcasty career, I was a journalist and I worked for magazines for years. And then I started doing some TV broadcasting type stuff. And then I started experimenting. I was like, really like going on television and I have a blog. So what if I just recorded myself in my apartment doing book reviews and doing this or that? And that kind of turned into what if I had like a little YouTube show and then that turned into what if I did a live interactive streaming show mm-hmm. and I called that Allison Rosen is your new best friend and that was in 2009 or 2010. Then I moved to California, started working on the Adam Carolla show, brought my show back as a podcast and then I've been doing that ever since. So that's me. I love it. Dope. Show. You're so good at that. Oh, Seriously. Thank you. Like people are like, tell us about yourself. We're like, like we're like, we're related. Here's my and reel. Here you go. Right here. We, we, yeah. Here. I have to say you guys have been instrumental in my turning a corner because in general, when I have to like tell anyone about myself or especially my tragic flaw, I have so many tragic flaws. I feel like in a Shakespearean sense, you really should just have one, but (laughs) one of my, like I am so bad at writing promo copy or bios or any of that stuff. What I did just now felt good. So I'm just going to like, I'm just going to direct anyone who has a question to this podcast. I'll just transcribe that for you and send it over to your resume. Thank you. really solid. I'm bad at that too, so I get that. Oh, I had to write in third person in college when I went to art school because they were like, here's how you write a bit about yourself. But then I was writing about myself and my whole thing for my class was like, she's just so stunningly beautiful and remarkable and every... Because it was a filler for like a website thing we were doing. So I was like, I'm in a web class. Why would... Who cares? Right. So I wrote this whole thing and then I got an A++ for confidence. Oh my God. (laughs) I was like, I don't really feel this way about myself. You made me write in third person. You so I was like sarcastic mm, asshole status. And I they did. were like, for you, yeah. girl. She's going to go places. Oh Wait, do God. they really grade you on confidence? No, but it was like the teacher was just like, oh, girl, I see you. Someone read this <laughs> is what he acknowledged. And I was like, oh, shit. That's <laughs> really sweet. I you thought, were like, I didn't think. Yeah. yeah. My layout was done in visual thirds. I oh, thought I was going to get an A plus on structure, but no, he gave me A plus <sighs> plus. My only tip for writing about yourself as a business person, write about your team instead even if you're just one person oh that's everything's good. a we yeah and everything talk about it like you're a brand but not like your brand is an asshole yeah like talk about it like we and we're positive and we're on board if you replace all the me's with we's you yeah. feel like less of a that's tool. what i do in our facebook group when yeah, i reply same. as us <laughs> we loved that cartoon as a kid we did but it's we. It's too we. It's you know yeah. what's a weird thing that's tangentially related to all of this is have you ever talked to someone's assistant but you're like I feel like I'm I feel like there's this assistant doesn't exist like <laughs> have you called my business and that was me because I've done that when oh really I've been my own assistant she, I think she's in a meeting let me check really quick right. it's like no this was I just talked to you right. yeah exactly this guy pitched himself as a guest on my show and oh. then we exchanged a couple emails. 
And then his assistant reached out from the same email address. But I was like, this is, come on, this is you. Like, we both know this is you this whole time, right? I can't be sure, but I just had a strong suspicion that it was him. You're building rapport with someone. Why would you schlep it off? Like, now this person is less important and you can talk to my assistant. That doesn't make you more important. Yeah. I don't know. It was very weird. Did you ever have him on the podcast? I did. And I didn't ask him. (laughs) I didn't ask him about it. He just did it backwards. He's just practicing. He signed, <laughs> he signed it off the same. It was like XO, 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 XO assistant. <laughs> oh, God. Like, bro. Well, I'm going to piggyback off of you explaining you, and we're going to hop into questions. Yes. Some will be nostalgic. Some will be daydreamy. We really just want to get into childhood, Allison, and have you conjure up some wild memories you may have forgotten. Ooh, that sounds fun. And daunting. <laughs> it, it is both. Are you ready? I'm the ready. idea of it. Always daunting. But then you're like, but oh, it's hey. so fun. So you became a professional writer like straight out the gate into adulthood. Like 18 years old, you just started rocking and writing. And you've written for like Rolling Stone and People Magazine and Maxim. I want to know what was like your childhood dream job? Did you always want to come out the gate and do journalism? Or did you have like astronaut girl dreams? Uh, the funny thing is, because it's so non-glamorous, when I was six years old, I announced that I was going to be a psychiatrist. So that cool. was my my very first aspiration. I want to meet your family now for some reason. I want to see where this I want to meet from. six-year-old you. Oh, everyone. My grandfather was a psychoanalyst. And like at my whole family's thing is just analysis and overanalyzing people. And I mean, I have, I have said before that I think that psychiatry is like my family's religion because we're very non-religious, grew up no religion but like the thing that everyone in the family believes in is psychology and psychiatry which made a lot of sense to me growing up I mean and I'm in therapy and therapy has helped me enormously and I recommend I feel like everyone if they have the means should avail themselves of therapy because everyone can be helped by it we are pro therapy absolutely that being said I think that there was a lot of a lot of like leaning too heavily into these sort of neat little over analyses of why people are being certain ways and things like that. Like, I think that it was too much in my family. But, but uh, I wanted to be a psychiatrist when I was six. And then the next thing that I wanted to be, I think was an actress. Oh, nice. And I remember my mom saying to me, I think you should be a writer or a director and something behind the camera. And like, what I took from that was <laughs> she doesn't believe in me. She doesn't think Aww. I can do it. And she's like, be a smarter girl. She was yeah. like, make more money and be in charge, bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I just felt like, oh, you don't think I have what it takes. But she was like, no, it's just that I think you're so smart. Like, you're too smart for that. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't know if that was like a good catch on her part or if that was real. That's awesome. <laughs> I know in eighth grade, we had to write like, what will your life be like in, was it 25 years? Or I can't oh remember. God. Those Something are my like favorite that. Favorite to find in scrapbooks. Yeah, I'm like, really. And 
I lived somewhere wildernessy. Like, well, I was 13 when I wrote it. I had like a million pets, and I was an author, and I had a daughter. It was like describe your day, and my day was like I get up at 7 a.m., which is as a as a mom sometimes I do have to get up that early, but it's so not what I ever. As want a human, to do. you're like, can I sleep until 10? I would so much rather. <laughs> I'm a I'm not a morning person, but like in the thing, like I woke up and like I went into the the aviary and I you know fed all the birds. <laughs> walk in aviary and oh. I mean I, it was just it was like two pages of all the tending to the animals and it was like and then I fed my daughter and then I sat down you know and then I did some writing and then just the whole evening routine with all the animals it was just about animals your daughter is also there yeah. she <laughs> was just every there. bird in addition to I yeah. have spawn anyways back to <laughs> the animals yeah. I love Threw it her PB and J went back out to the toucan yeah the toucan. I love it and the husband in it was like less of a presence than an adult in Peanuts. He's like a whisper yeah. of a human in your exactly. life. Like I think he was probably at work all day and <laughs> barely there. Yeah. I'm Sometimes. crying picturing this. It's so funny. I wish. I wonder if I can find it. I, I can find it somewhere. <laughs> this is how it starts. People will message you, us later and be like, you know so I, I was in my attic because of you. <laughs> I was like, dope. In middle school, they're fun. In grade school, they're whimsical. Mm -hmm. In high school, they're depressing as fuck because you just want to get the hell out of there. Yeah. But uh, we had to write them and then we wrote them down and then yearbook put them together. They did all these little packets for all of us. So at graduation, yeah. we all have a book of our whole graduating class, which was 60 people by yeah, the way it was not town. stressful what tiny town did you guys grow up in hell it was called hell, <laughs> they hell. Call it. it's towards the coast and it's so it's where they recorded small. a lot of twilight right oh so up in washington no, no it's in shockingly, the it's in the peak of oregon. um oregon where oregon oh. goes up like a little nipple they did <laughs> It's in the valley is, of the nip. It is right in the little nipple of Oregon. That is very true. It's a little log in town. I had thought Twilight was... Oh, wait. Did Twilight take place in Washington? Both. Yes. Yeah. And it Got was it. recorded in like three different areas. Yeah. There's a ballroom on the Columbia River. And it's where Twilight had their prom. And then they sell Twilight soaps. And these soaps... Oh, boy. Are the greatest smelling oh, things Jesus. I've ever put up my nose. Before. What do they smell like? Ooh, the Jacob Vampires. one smells like woodsy. Oh my god, they have different ones for different characters. Yes, Does and then Jacob Edwards is like, like ambery. I'm like, ooh, a little bit of no. shimmer in it. Bella ones smell like confusion and sadness. It smells <laughs> like a fart. She thinks she goes. <laughs> Yeah, no. so we went little town, and then uh, yeah, there was, was the so creation books. Every graduation, oh yeah, every that's class what they had were. had little. Um, and we all wrote future in books. Yeah, yeah, our future so books. Cool. So at our reunion, our twenty year reunion, they took those. They were just Xerox copies of our senior yeah. portrait, which Xerox Shh. is not the best quality. No, <laughs> out there. but mind you, Shannon was a model in oh. the 90s. So her picture was <laughs> something from one of her main cards. Her Z card. <laughs> Yeah, no, she was working so much she didn't I have time for cheesy headshot. barn senior shots. So took she took her fucking headshot. And, and it it's, that's her picture. That's amazing. What kind of model oh, were you? Internationally avoiding my parents. No, it was great. I loved it. It was awesome. She was very famous in the Oregon was, newspaper circuit oh. for grocery stores, which is funny. It comes full circle. She used to do Fred Meyer ads. And now our podfather, Allie Ward, is the voice of Fred Meyer. Yeah. So I'm like, that. she's got that Kroger it's thing down brand y'all yeah that is amazing full circle. but i was really big in japan and i mean that literally because i was two feet taller than everybody that lived there she did like but. wedding catalogs and stuff for japan that were like artistic and hauntings <laughs> 
it's Sweeney Todd shit and like real weird Kate Spade shit back in the day like weird runway stuff that was like crazy wild hair and dark horrible makeup and nipples showing on minors which mm-hmm. now I'm really really weirded out about but it yeah. was like real creepy shit but it was so fun that's so cool were you discovered in a mall because that's how it happens in small towns in to my shockingly mind. so I got discovered in Portland by a neighbor because we were trying on hats in a real <laughs> silly way at oh her garage sale and we were just being shitheads in the, the <laughs> full length mirror she had at her garage sale you just asked for it when you have that so this is so blossom and six it uh-huh. was because those were the hats we were trying yeah. on too it was real rough <laughs> but it was like in 93 94 and she's like have you ever thought about being a model i'm like kick rocks neighbor i'm hideous i look like bambi and i'm like androgynous as fuck this is not happening so but it was the 90s right so, so then that was like she was like little. no yeah. this is your thing i didn't really this say that, that's what my face was saying to her so. <laughs> and then i was like my mom will never and then mom was like um i might oh i was a i was a horrible model they hated me because i just did whatever i wanted to i wanted tattoos and shit it was terrible this is the coolest thing i have ever heard ever (laughs) i'm so taken with this um i have some questions okay so i read all the magazines i read ym teen 17 whatever Mm -hmm. the other ones were were you in any of those so i did ym two times and i had friends that were on the cover of 17 and we like all cried it was like a weird fucked up sorority in our model management group because we Mm -hmm. had like all the sporty girls that did all the columbia sportswear stuff real classic portland shit and then we had some girls that were like so classically california beautiful that they made it into like delia's (laughs) that was like our goal and then i got a cover of a catalog in japan and i was like Yay. Like it's <laughs> no, not, the, it's not the same. It's, that making, one's the coolest one, though, because you way more like money in a Japan. Tim Burton ghost. Yeah. But and that was, shit was artsy, and you came home, and I was like, this I did not is appreciate the it the way I should have at that yeah. age because I got to go to other countries and do cool things. In hindsight, I'm like, oh, yeah, I was dumb. The America shit didn't matter, and it didn't pay what everything else did. I should have really been more excited about runway shows and getting like Doc Martens samples. All right. Oh, yeah. She was what? a Doc Martens model. Oh, I did that. Wow. That was. That was my coolest claim to fame, actually, now that I look back like, on it. Sides yeah. of buses, catalogs, and then um, I grew into <laughs> being the same size shoe as her. Oh, right. So that I was... got like her cast off. Right. But Allison, I can tell you have podcasts. You know why? Oh, shit. She turned the interview on you us You interviewed Ooh. Shannon. <laughs> I know. But yes. It's, son it's of happened. a bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, no, I, but, one sorry. more. Bonnie, were you jealous? Did you want to do it? No, too? guess guess what? I got a great compliment every time oh, that people God. said, "Oh, your sister's a model." This is my favorite compliment. Oh, I should no. put this on a fucking Please shirt. Don't. No, no, they'd go, "Well, you're you're cute too. You have such a pretty face." Oh, that sucks. Oh. I fucking I was the God. I was the chubby people. little sister that didn't like. I gave zero fucks. No, and she really didn't. And she was more excited about the mail I sent back from Japan with weird stamps on it. <laughs> But she was like super supportive and really excited about getting a fax from her sister mm-hmm. in another country. Mind you, this is like, like I'm in eighth grade. Like she her, left the country and yeah. I got a pager in eighth grade, <laughs> a pink clear one. And it was a crazy that summer. Super cool. How long were you out of the country? Large chunks. Yeah, like months many at a years. time. Yeah. And we used to call her so and fun. prank her on different time zones. And I got it this like voice recorder thing. And my mom and I, oh, my mom was super into was it, but we would call her with this voice recorder <sighs> and we would say strange things into it and then slow it way down. So it was like, Whoa. so it sounded like a serial killer. Yeah. Right. So we would call her and we'd play it and laugh mm-hmm. and laugh while she was like <laughs> crying, crying in Japan. 
Well, oh little did they know that we actually had a person that was breaking into models' apartments and stealing their underwear. Oh my god! Which is like a huge thing in Japan because it's a disgrace to his family. It was like a big fucking thing. A disgrace but to whose family? To the Japanese man's family because he was he was the, like he was the town huge, pervert. Yeah, but they, oh, right. they don't have shit yeah. like that over there. So like he turned himself in and committed himself as crazy because like his family shamed him. But while that was happening, my family's prank. <laughs> calling me and the time difference is what like 18 hours (laughs) and little did they know i was drinking profusely at like 16 half drunk real delirious and getting prank calls Mm -hmm. that was a wild summer it was awful (laughs) crazy to be completely honest i was always waiting for the day that they were going to tell me they were kidding because my (laughs) self-esteem was still trash so i think you're really smart thank you but Have you ever had a moment where you played it really cool, even though you had no idea what a person or a group was talking about? Oh, yeah. Like all the time. Because (laughs) there are big areas of my knowledge that are just just non-existent that you'd think I would I should know about as a person like with eyes and ears and you know uh, um who who lives among other people so I don't know anything about sports so any sort of sports discussion but we actually let me amend that I weirdly know a little bit about boxing and I know a little bit about hockey but football basketball baseball I don't I don't really know them Yes. So, woo sports. sports. And people have tried to explain football to me so many times. And I just, like, I'll think I get it. It's actually similar to, from my experience of studying Spanish in school, and then you go into language lab, and I'm like, whoa, it's going way too fast. That's what I feel like watching football. Like, I can't possibly track what's happening. It's going way too fast. So sports, I don't. I don't. And then there's a lot of movies, like very big movies that I haven't seen. <laughs> I can't handle horror. So really? yeah, I just, I scare just very nod easily. And smile and you're like, yeah, I know that sounds great. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, when that happened for sure. Like, yes, because yes, this actually just happened on a podcast I was on <laughs> where someone was like, the one with Stephanie Wilder Taylor, and she was like, it's like da-da-da. I don't know if you've seen that movie. And I hadn't, and I just let it roll. Uh And I thought about coming clean, like, by the way, I haven't seen this movie. And then the moment passed, and there was another chance to say it, and I still didn't say it. So as far as she knows, I have seen the movie. And I can't remember what it was. It was like a very common movie. So yes. I do that with sports all the time, too. I love hockey, because people fuck each other up with hockey. I find that really fun and entertaining <laughs> we also have really good brain parts for ordinary oh, words oh <laughs> we like to make up other things but all of my hockey knowledge comes from mighty ducks one through three or letter, letter kenny, kenny. <laughs> <laughs> all of it comes from letter kenny i swear to god for me that's it i don't know oh. anything about hockey but i can sure listen to some chirping oh, now man. see I you haven't should. seen Mighty Ducks. You haven't seen Mighty Ducks? I rewatched no. it the other day. I like that. So you're probably not like part of the True like crime, Netflix murder oh, yeah. fan well, club. Well, oh, some of th- I liked the Jinx. Okay. I liked what's that one that ma- making a murderer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I watched the, the first season of that. Sad, sad little dumb guy. Yeah. Um, sad, sad little dumb guy. Shannon should write the synopsis <laughs> no. for things. She's like, oh, what's this one about? Oh, he's a sad, 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 sad little dumb, dumb guy. guy. Yeah, I actually do like some of those. And weirdly, I can watch 
just episode after episode of Law and Order SVU. Mm-hmm. And Daniel has been like, how can you tolerate this? Like, this is so, you know, because he's only seen one or Different. two episodes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's this is like a cartoon. It's like a comic book. I used book. to watch CSI yeah. for, that used to be my CSI Vegas. Let's be clear. I can't, <laughs> I can't Miami because Horatio drives Kelly crazy. My husband's like, if he takes his glasses off one more time, I'm like, <laughs> It's like the rock in his yes, eyebrow. You're like, get over it, 100%. man. 100%. Yeah. I was picturing you liking more culty mystery shit than stabby stabby shit. Me? Yeah. Mm. Culty mystery shit. Like things what that are like that a be? mystery or Like a crime. 40 prairie women went or, missing. Or like maybe found like 10 years later. Oh. Or Manson, less like, I don't know, East Area Rapist. I've just, I don't know. I watched the whole Leah Remini Scientology oh, yes. See, documentary that. and that shit was like, it was really cool to draw to. Like I didn't have to be super <laughs> focused on it but then when i was focused on it i was like wait what are these outbuildings for like well hold on let me rewind like this shit's crazy who's in on this i did john travolta (laughs) i didn't watch that although daniel my husband was super into that he's super into like a a scientology or a cult documentary but i did get society shit gets me crazy well then you might uh, relate to this i was i got very sucked into the nexium stuff (gasps) so Mm. nexium i was into that she just raised her hand like she was in church oh Everything about Nexium I've gone into because I'm like, how is this a thing? <laughs> yes. So I watched The Vow. I watched Seduced. I listened to the CBC podcast. I yep. began reading that guy's blog. I forget <sighs> his name. Did you know that Sarah and Nippy have a podcast? Yes. I haven't listened I haven't to it listened yet. haven't listened to it yet either, no. But like <laughs> simultaneous, we haven't listened to it. But pending, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's on my list. I find them so crazy fascinating. Mm-hmm. And it's also, there's so much Hollywood threaded through it that I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Who's going down? Right. The, the Allison <laughs> Mack of it all. Oh, yes. Mm, stupid, stupid little stupid, dumb girl. Stupid, stupid little dumb girl. <laughs> oh, it all comes back. Oh, what's that about? This is a stupid, 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 dumb girl. Stupid, stupid little dumb girl. I didn't find her that sympathetic in the vow, no, though. Not even, even a though bit. I get the stupid, stupid, dumb girl thing. Like, but still, yeah, she did mm. some bad things. A lot of bad things. A lot of bad things. That's right. <sighs> Cults, man. I think mm. it's so cool. I think it's so <laughs> weird. I just like we we were raised such like such strong women mm-hmm. by our parents. Our mom was like, "You can dream big." And my dad's like, "You can punch hard." Like, yeah. let's get my dad's like, "You can be whoever the thing. fuck you want," and, and then you can beat up whoever the fuck. Yeah. You want. So whenever like I get into anything that's kind of culty, and they're like, "And I don't know why," and I just went with it, and he was so charming, and I'm like, "How? How did you not?" See, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I have like a little too much. I feel like you would take over sense. a cult and be like, "All right, you're doing this all wrong." I, <laughs> we do activities. Now. I was voted most likely to start my own cult in high school. I keep oh, remembering that that was my superlative. That's amazing. Most right? likely to start your own cult. Wow, I didn't get any senior superlative. I got robbed. I took it as a real high praise. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm a leader." I have followers. This is like <laughs> pre Facebook and and Instagram and everything, you guys. Oh my god. I see. I just think that's a compliment. I right? think that's, that's a compliment. You're young yet, though. You still have all the time in the world right. to start a cult. Cults are trending. So they super are. I'm sure there's people out there just like looking for someone to follow. It's yeah. we're calling it a coven right now, but it could really turn. Yeah, it's fine. But can I still yeah. call you Shepherd? Hell like you're yeah. my shepherd. I'm into it. Am I in Please your cult? I just joined your cult. Um, you're duh. You have to. You're blood. Oh, that's the rule. Shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> If you're blood, you're already in the cult. Right. Our exactly. brothers are like, what? <laughs> they're going to be so mad. They don't even know they're in a cult. Sorry, guys. Oh, it's fine. Are um, your brothers all like feisty and individualistic as well? 
Shocking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I was like, this is a tough family. We all we all went in different oh, it's paths. Rough. It's a fun show. Like we're not. <laughs> is it a shit show? Yeah. yeah. We never really take anything seriously when we're no. all together. How many of of you are there? Four. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. We all have like the same weird sense of humor. <laughs> do, do you, you have sibs flying blind? And I don't know about your siblings. Yeah, I know. I have a younger sister who is three years and nine months younger than I am, and she she actually moved to New York first, and then I followed her, and we both lived there, and then I moved back, and then she moved back some years after I moved back. And she got married and had kids before me, but just a tiny bit before me. <laughs> but is she younger than you or older than you? She's younger, younger than I am. Oh, okay. That's what she's I'm saying. Three years, oh, nine so months? she's just barely doing right. things before you, and you're like, know your place, <laughs> right? Ah, Bonnie and I are three years. Three months. Three months. Okay. Who's so older? Oh, no, I already know. Shannon. Shannon's older. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. her wisdom shines through. There's three things my sister did before me, oh, and I will up. never let, let it go. And I followed her in her foot. No, four things. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. This is a big deal. Okay. She bought brown Doc Martens. Oh, <laughs> And then I was like, those are cool. I'm going to get some of my own. But it was fine because at that point she was in high school and I was in college and like people mm. didn't see us in the same shoes. Okay. But I got to, I got to, you know, give credit where it's due. She did that first. Mm-hmm. She moved to New York first. Mm-hmm. She got married first and she had a baby first. Oh. I'm getting pissed. Oh well, you have to get divorced first. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I, know. I like your marriage. I'm just kidding. Thank I you. just had to say it out loud. No. It's okay. Ugh, okay. Listen, Don't you can you can die first. No, god damn you it, can. buddy. Yeah, I can I can I can um come down with <clears throat> like a chronic illness first. Oh, I yeah. can have an okay. accident first. You can have the wheelchair first. Yes. You have to have two wills. One <laughs> is in the event that you die first. And oh. then when it's read to her, it'd be like, huzzah, sister, finally. <laughs> I have beat I you have beat something. you at one thing. And then the other one is just regular. Just <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god, but imagine if they mix it up, it'd be Oh god oh, confusing. <laughs> But you know, I have. Have you guys made wills? I haven't. I probably should. I did because we, not to bring it down several (laughs) notches, but our dad died and then I had a mild out of body experience and freaked out about my life. So I did a will. Our stories are very different for how we did a will. I went fucking bonkers because my son is special needs. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, my best friend always joked that if I died, I have to will my husband to her, just sorting out who gets the chickens. Like it got real weird for a little while. (laughs) Oh my god do you put where the chickens go of course they do. yeah yeah that's you smart though you should you should because the responsibility is super you throw them out like up. doves no they don't they will not leave you I they'll just follow you down the street <laughs> so i was like you have to put them on this specific farm i love all of you enough to know that you do not want the responsibility of dealing with these weird beasts <laughs> how many chickens do you have <laughs> so, so that's not an answer <laughs> i have a dozen and then, wow. a couple, and then a couple old ladies. Wait, you have a, a dozen chickens and a couple ladies? A couple old ladies that I don't count because they stopped laying eggs. Oh, I see. So I always joke that I have like a dozen good layers and then two old bitches that like <laughs> leave me an egg in the lawn like every six months just out of spite. <laughs> They're just so mean. And inside's just full of glitter. Oh, that'd be <sighs> so much better. That'd be so cool. Dust. Yeah. <laughs> so Will's. Yeah, I... I should probably make one, but I just haven't. But I know I need to, but it uh, doesn't sound fun at all. I wrote one down in a composition book two days after I did mushrooms when I was oh, in college. Oh, fuck. 
I saw some cool shit. Did and I saw Jesus. what I wanted my future to look like. And okay. then in the back of my mind, she was sober Bonnie. And sober oh. Bonnie was like, all this magic isn't real. One day you're going to die. And I was like, yo, real Bonnie. Whoa. <laughs> Go to sleep. You're real fucking down. We're tripping. I was fine on the outside. Oh, okay. On inside the inside, Bonnie. I had to make will. So I wrote it in a composition book <laughs> and then I signed it. And I, at the time I was mad at my roommate. And so it was like, my roommate doesn't get to sort or touch any of my shit was in my will. And then my friend had become a notary. And so oh. she came over and I oh my smoked God. a bowl with her and made her <laughs> review my will and made her Notarize bring her stamp. Yeah. Okay. Real tough question. Who the fuck would know where to look for said will? Yeah. It was just in a composition book on right. my desk. You have so many journals. Oh, we're awful. Let's talk about oh. high school, Allison. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So were you in any clubs or activities? I had sports on there and then I just went ahead and mentally crossed cross that, that out. I was on the tennis team for like three weeks. <gasps> you did three play sports. For, were... No, but I played in one match. I was barely on the tennis team. Let me see if I can remember what happened. So <laughs> I like, it sounds like maybe Bonnie was, unless you're just exaggerating. I was just a chunky little kid. Oh yeah. I could eat some snacks. <laughs> Right. So my mom wanted to get me moving early. So <laughs> I started playing tennis very young and I was actually, I was good because I had lessons and started playing so young. So like at the point at which knowledge of the sport still gave you an edge, I was mm-hmm. good. But this is Orange County, California, like Olympian tennis players come from there. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point, my knowing good form and stuff could not compete with their like natural athleticism. So anyway, I signed up for the tennis team in high school. And before the year started, we, we had to meet up and practice would start with a two mile warm up run. Oof. I cannot run two miles. I still remember trying to keep up and like having to peel off to the side and just dry heaving. Yes. I had asthma and I just walk around the track and be like, I barely run in softball. Just I'm, I'm a sturdy oxen. I can hit things. (laughs) I can throw far. You don't want to lose me. So don't piss me off and let me be red faced and like barf a little in the grass. Right. I had never experienced dry heaving from exertion. I was like, what is happening to my body? I feel like I'm turning inside out. So (laughs) that happened a couple times. And I was like, I'm not on board for this. And then the first day of high school, we had tennis before school started. And I had gone to a private school up till eighth grade. And this was my like big debut into the world of public school with boys that I didn't grow up with and I don't have to wear a uniform. So I just remember getting ready for my first big day of school in the bathroom and thinking like, I'm sweaty and now my hair is frizzy. This is not how I want my high school career to start. Wow. Why would they do tennis before the first day of school? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like like before it started. I don't know how I transitioned from tennis team to PE, but I just know that I didn't last long on the team. If I'm going to get ready for school, which I did a lot of in my first period class, like I'd run late to school and then do my makeup in yeah. my first period because like our teachers were legit. If I'm going <laughs> to take a shower and be at school, like how dare you plan something? If we had like softball practice before school yeah. and I had to get like sweaty and then like gym shower, locker yeah. room shower, no. I, I would have just bounced. I, well, I been... had crazy athlete shit in Portland because I was on swim team. 
which was amazing because we started that in California mm-hmm. where I was really good at it because I was very aerodynamic in the water. <laughs> I was like very streamlined, flat chested. But then we came up here and I, they had a swim team at the school and I was like, this is the only thing I know that I'm okay at other than softball. So like a water sport, not a sweaty outside sport. Mm-hmm. But then we had to shower before school and I was lucky I didn't give a fuck about what my face looked like because I didn't. Again, it was the 90s. We're so lucky. We'd like, can you imagine being like 15 years old now and like where every girl is sculpting and shadowing, drawing her fake nose on in my swim practice. There was Frankie Grandes. (laughs) <laughs> but there were no Ariana's. It yeah, was, it was everyone all... was a plain face yeah. like Claire Danes ass girl, and which that really was benefited. Fantastic. Me. And then I walked across the street to school and was like, "Here I am. It's six thirty. <laughs> My the hair's wet. I've swam for miles. This right. day is gonna be." Great. Mm-hmm. Did you wear flip flops to class? Because at my school, the water polo players, you knew them because they always wore flip flops. No, because I wasn't cool enough to like paint my toenails or anything. Mm. Like, if anybody did makeup or did my nails professionally, mm-hmm. that's how things got done. Yeah. I didn't do any of that. She would have for that myself. I was such a tomboy. pastel white toenail polish on with right. her brown Doc Martin sandals for like <laughs> until it chipped off. Right. And then I'd be like, gross, put shoes on, dummy. Also, oh. it was Oregon. So right. Oregon was always like socks and rainy, right. mossy and rainy. Mm-hmm. Oh, in college, college was a big socks and Birkenstocks era for my friends and socks me. and docks that yeah. happened for quite some time. It was pretty great, actually. <laughs> so, clubs, I also briefly was in the drama club and and briefly because I feel like my school only briefly had a drama club which is weird Mm. I don't know what happened like the woman who was leading it disappeared or something and then we didn't have that anymore I think I flirted with speech and debate and it was the same woman by the way who disappeared but I also disappeared on that one you're gonna have to look her up because now I'm curious (laughs) yeah where'd she go but here here was a weird thing which ties the tennis and the drama together so I went to tennis camp in the summers because again my mom was trying to work off that chub but without letting me know it was happening so I went to tennis camp in the summers when I was a kid but it, it was not a sleepover camp or anything and I actually really enjoyed it I look back fondly on those summers and when I was I want to say eight, maybe. I had a crush on this boy, Mark, who was 13. Is that possible? Yeah, eight. Maybe he was 12. Maybe I was nine. I don't know. (laughs) But his name was Mark. I can't believe I'm forgetting his last name because... You wrote it on everything. It was the kind of thing where whenever there was like a wishing well fountain situation, (gasps) he was what I was, you know, making a wish on. I had such a crush on him because he had been nice to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm at my first day of drama club. I'm a freshman and there's a senior there and they're doing roll call. And I'm like, oh my God, that's him. And oh. it was him. I had been reunited with him. And I believe this was my, my move. I had no move. But I think <laughs> I asked him for a ride home from oh, drama girl. club. And then I just went to the payphones real fast. And I was like, mom, don't pick me up. Um <laughs> <laughs> leave me here i'm meeting a boy yeah of course nothing you know nothing happened i was like i think i know you from tennis camp and he was like oh really and that was it but still where do you live so i can drop you off <laughs> exactly <laughs> cool but story so dumb though too at that age it sucks yeah Ugh. i think that's the age where you always remember the name of your crush and then if you like heard it anywhere you'd be like 
Yes. I just brought up like a grade school because we were talking about like boys we liked in grade school. And Mm -hmm. I was like, there's only one boy that I thought was like legit cute, but he dated my friend. And I mentioned him to my best friend from fourth grade. And she just looked me deadpan in the eye and goes, yeah, he died. And I was like, what? What? So we just got to go down a rabbit hole of like how he died. This yeah, is I just talked about him on the last episode. And I said I was literally just talking about him, but then she just looked That's at me like, so just her face was so deadpan. And she said, Oh, he did. <laughs> oh, it. no. Here's the thing it's like she gives me all the information, <laughs> but she does it very like nonchalant. And when I had follow up questions, she was kind of like, Shrug. That's so obnoxious. I like it. it so, but it's like, she was like, why were you even thinking about him the other day? I was like, I don't know. Because we have a nostalgia-based podcast. Now I feel like his ghost is trying to communicate with someone and maybe I am the vessel and I have been ignoring the signs. I bust out some crystals. Can I ask you guys a Pacific Northwest-based question? A PN question? Smoke salmon. (laughs) (laughs) No, do you think Kurt Cobain was murdered? Absolutely. You do? Okay. 100%. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I didn't think this. Ooh, right. I just, I was naive. I just, you know, I hadn't been yeah. red-pilled. I didn't believe this. <laughs> and then I somehow, it's a long story why, but I went down okay. a rabbit hole and I okay. found, you might even know of this guy, some guy who had been an investigator in Los Angeles. He has a whole blog and you can tell it's put together by someone where you're like, are you crazy? I think you might be a little mm-hmm. crazy. It's similar to the blog I started following, the Nexium blog, where okay. it's like, this is a guy who's going to tell us story. But anyway, he just has all these posts with all this evidence about why he thinks Kurt was murdered and it was pretty compelling. There's a podcast about musicians. It's like a rock and roll Hollywood type podcast mm-hmm. where they talk about like crimes and deaths and weird mysterious shit. Mm-hmm. They do a Kurt Cobain one that is insane. The information that he digs up on stuff is wild. I bet he found this blog. <laughs> I'm sure he probably did. I like that they don't bury Courtney Love in real shitty shit. They keep it real factual and it's like not a opinion piece Mm -hmm. because like you can still think Kurt Cobain was murdered without shitting all over Courtney Love. That's fine. I still can look at her and not trust her as far as I could throw Oh, sure. Rubbish. I don't want her in my house. No. But, like, I don't I don't wish her ill. Well, this the blog that I read was, like, suggesting that she was behind it. Behind the I hit. Think it she was, hit. I think, I think she, she was. I think she was careless. No, I, I think she was also on drugs, and I think I she think was she, really careless. Yeah. And I think that it was one of those, like, after you start to get clean, and then you're being a friend, and you supply drugs to somebody, they take the same dose they all have and they fuck themselves up that's my thought i mean what this guy thinks is that he was intentionally yeah yeah Yeah. (sighs) i don't know i don't know someone who has addiction qualities in them may still have drugs in their system or be Mm. known by their friends and family to have drugs in their system so what better way to off someone right who already does that stuff there's you know it's kind of untraceable at that point who can prove who did what no, right. Mm-hmm. You know what's weird, and this is one of those things that like all I really, of us, yeah, everything, everything we're saying. <laughs> I shouldn't open my mouth without really knowing exactly. However, but because we were talking about psychology earlier, mm-hmm. in the same way that I don't like horror stuff, really looking into how barbaric the history of mental health mm-hmm. treatment mm-hmm. in in the world is, like that, I find very disturbing. Phlebotomies so and, and you know early shock treatment and all that, like horror hospitals, like yeah, the abandoned ones. Now that I'm 
like, I want to go tour them and walk through them because I feel like they're haunted by all the people that weren't crazy. They were just women on their period right. getting locked up for hysteria. It's like, right. fuck right. you and your methods. That's why I send that meme to everybody that has the old timey doctor and the patient. It yeah. says, you got ghosts in your blood. Let's do cocaine about it. Yeah. <laughs> like That's like the most real thing where you're like, that sounds crazy, but I'm sorry, but that's real. Yeah. Or like, let's put leeches on your eyes and see what happens. I love, <laughs> I love the concept of bloodletting and that's what oh I call my, my period oh, at my I house. Oh, I find it so disturbing. It's so gross, but anytime I'm having a bad day on my lady time, I just tell my dude, like, it's bloodletting. <laughs> bloodletting right now. I'm letting the ghosts out. I could do cocaine about it. Yes. But... So I think someone should look this up, but I think... <laughs> There was a period of time there where they used insulin to induce seizures, and it was similar Ooh. to a shock treatment. Oh, those I motherfuckers. I bet they did. How I'm rude. not 100% sure, but I know there was some kind of injection that they would God. do that would and induce a why, seizure. Back disturbing. into questions, because okay. I feel like we could go on 85 tangents. We're really I'm disturbing. Do you have something no, yeah. fun and flowery for us, Shannon? Oh, I do. Kind of. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No. As a youth. Were you a good secret keeper or the friend you couldn't tell anything to? Oh, a good secret keeper mm. or the the, the broken f- vault. Yeah. I was a good secret keeper. Nice. I could see that. I was kind of on the fence. Maybe if you thought they were already in the know that you would be the spiller of the beans. You know, I was a good secret keeper, but I had trouble not telling my parents. So I was like a bad secret keeper when it came to my parents. Like if if it was something where I was like, oh God, I don't know. I feel like my mom and dad should know. Like I'm such a like a, a soft, good kid. Yeah. That I was like, okay, I have to tell you guys. To, to the extent that in high school, when I really when I really did something out of character and this boy had asked me out and I wanted to go out with him, but I just did not want to have to like tell my parents and have them ask me a hundred questions and then give me permission or not. So I masterminded a plan where my two best friends and I, Katie and Jen, (laughs) Katie and I told our parents that we were going to spend the night at Jen's Jen's house. house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is so classic. Even the names are classic. Mm -hmm. Right. Now Jen actually, was a very good kid and she I don't know she like worked or something but we were going to spend the night at her house but before we arrived at her house we and another friend were going out on a date with this guy and his friends Ooh, but I poor like Jen it. I know you guys poor double Jen. dated without her and then she was your safety net exactly alibi I was supposed to call my parents by a certain time mm-hmm. whenever I was, you know, out. And now that I'm an adult, I get that it's like, yeah, just if you don't call by that time, they're going to think something happened. But it, right. back then, I was like way too embarrassed to ask this guy who we were at some party in Irvine if I could use a phone. So I didn't. So my parents freaked out. And then they called Katie's parents. And then Katie's parents oh, called yeah. Jen. And it was a and whole it thing. All unravels. Oh, it yeah. unraveled. Right. I just remember my dad thinking that this other girl had been the mastermind <gasps> and that I- Because you're so sweet and you could never. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but little did he know, I was the mastermind of that. <laughs> I was the architect of that bad plan. I like it. And it wouldn't have fallen apart if you had just called home. I know if I just called at the right time it was really it was my fault how old were you then 16 that's perfect that's That's right about when I got 
about 15, 16 is when I ended up with the pager because of such situations mm-hmm. where I always had a good excuse of why I couldn't call. Yeah. Like, yeah. I couldn't find a phone at the we mall. Had, God, we're lucky for so many reasons. First of all, we didn't have to wear makeup to school and it was like no brainer, right. no big deal. Based on today's All comparison. you did was tweeze your eyebrows till they were nothing and then <laughs> go to school. <laughs> You're like, hope to God, your <laughs> sweet alarmed yeah. commas were yeah. really on point. Really pulled those highlights through the oh. helmet cap on the weekend. <laughs> Weekend, and then go to school with highlights and you're good to go ball chain necklace oh god the ball totally. chain necklace. that was me i had the weird so i had all the sizes bullshit. that was fun so good but we didn't yeah, have to worry about hemp. fucking phones you knew the person recording in the room at like the basketball game you were forced to go to because <laughs> he had a giant camera on his shoulder you're like cool stay away from that guy we're not being recorded you could get away with so much you could yeah. say i couldn't call because couldn't get to a phone there was somebody who couldn't the do the thing or it was oh, out of order. The, her, her mom was working so she was on the internet which oh meant you God, couldn't use the phone. Right. That was my number one excuse. Straight like up the mom up. works from home, and that was such a crazy concept back then. Of like, what? what? She doesn't work from home. Like, yeah, she's, she's a lady. She works How in publishing. Possible? She's on the internet. Oh my God. I picked up the phone. It was all beep boop 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 boop, boop and I was like, okay, <laughs> gotta just go, go home later. It's fine. Uh, meanwhile, we we're smooching boys. We were evil. <laughs> I wasn't. Compares. I was evil. I was a youth group. That's right. Bonnie didn't get evil till adulthood. I was evil <laughs> from birth. I liked nature until I liked boys. Ooh, I have a question about dating. Ooh, do yes, please. Allison, do you remember your first real date? Um, I think it was that night. The one that I just mentioned, yeah. Where did you guys go? What did you do? What Besides getting name? caught, okay. like what what did you do Tell on this date? You didn't get in trouble till later. His name was Peter, and we <gasps> met at a coffee house called Rock and Java. And oh. by the way, Rock and Java was my main hangout in those days. I had coffee time. It was open till two. I love it. Yeah, Rock and Job was open late too. They had a ping pong table. The works. Yes. Peter, I cannot find him online anywhere. I don't know what happened to him. Of of course I do. Some boys (laughs) from our generation, I say this like we're 85. Yeah. I do that. I don't need social media. Yeah. It's rude. It's very rude for us. You're like, I just need to know if you're bald or not. You know, (laughs) a friend of Peter's who was also with us that night, and I'll tell you where we went because it's funny. Yes. Later told me that he moved up north with his old lady. And I've always (laughs) wondered ever since then, is that his girlfriend or his mom? Oh, oh, his old lady. That's his like ball and chain that's his wife or girlfriend that's such a weird thing that's like when you say your dog went to go live at a farm in (laughs) connecticut i had a guy friend Mm -hmm. who moved anywhere with his mom (laughs) i wouldn't mention it i would just say he he (laughs) moved up north north. when i said it did you interpret that as his mom or his girl his his lady he immediately turned into a biker and had a weird yeah he had he had like the (laughs) tattooed biker vessel but this is my old lady but also like my dad and his friends would right, refer like this is my old lady she looked like dolly parton mm-hmm. and she was on the back of his heart yeah, yeah, <laughs> like they just yeah. rode off into the sunset i was 16 i was i i'm a real late bloomer i was 16 and he was 19 he worked Ooh, at great. mervyn's in the yeah. housewares department hell yeah discount candles the funny <laughs> thing is that age difference seemed so old then now yeah. i think a 19 year old that is a child i would think of a 19 year old as a child but anyway so we met at rock and java and then we drove to Aliso Beach. Now, what I didn't know 
although I should have put it together, was the beach was contaminated and it had been like shut down, but we just snuck through the tape and hung out there anyway. Sexy, right. sexy. Yeah. You break Danger. into places. That's hot. And then some weeks after that, I can't remember the timeline, but one of our friends came down with hand, foot, and mouth disease, oh which is God. usually something that only little kids get. Yes. And then I got it. Dirty sand in your fucking it's mouth. It's literally from putting your stupid feet in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty mm. sand. I was just sitting there at the bonfire while he like drew circles around me with lighter fluid like something out of the movie legal eagles i haven't seen fight club but i have seen legal eagles (laughs) it was actually i was like okay well now i just feel sort of scared that's kind of awesome yeah it was it it was really very pyrotechnic of him (laughs) first date with this guy the beach you're just like going along with whatever yeah i was like one of those people who's like i don't know how i ended up in a cult like i was definitely along for the ride okay I have a lot of friends like you and I like it. I know we ended up at someone's house later because we were outside talking and their neighbor yelled at us. And that's the house where I didn't feel comfortable asking if I could borrow a phone to call my mom. Mm -hmm. Then we went home and then all hell had broken loose. And then I did see him a few more times. We mostly just went to someone's house where there was a party. I'm trying to remember anything fun we did. I really can't remember. Well, he played with fire. Yeah, he was into fire. That was the main event. Exactly. So that was the first day. Were you like a drinker, a partier, or were you observing all the things? I was observing all the things. I did have sips of alcohol a few times in high school. I was a hair holder for my friends that were like zero to 60. Like, I can party. And then they couldn't party. (laughs) We call that crying ass drunk. So that's a lot of my friends were like that. I was like, I'm a seasoned veteran. Let's beer bong. I don't know why I turned into a redneck, but I did. But then my zero to 60 friends were like, how do you do it? I'm like, I have no idea. I, I drank in Japan. I learned in another country. You know, those I'm seasoned. You know, those barfs that they do on like 2000s, 90s sitcoms where they, where they like they heave, but it's like back. their sleeve. And it's just oh. like, oh. I, I Boone's Farm rainbowed oh, enough no. times that I was just like, I don't. I don't really have like like a tenderoni gag reflex. Like it's not like super <laughs> hopping, but give me some Boone's Farm for Locobon was oh. real good at this. But it was the colors, and it's just like once my throat was like it's time. My <laughs> mouth was just like like a fucking muppet. Like I was wow. just like, so I did that enough times that I was like I don't want to be this girl, and then I was like hair holder girl. Yeah, later in my life, I I definitely threw up from drinking a number of times to the point where someone in our group who I didn't know that well was like, she throws up a lot. Oh, no. It's it's weird how those things stick with you, right? Right? Like a random comment from a person that was like not even on your radar to affect you. You're like, oh, an almost stranger has an opinion on my behavior. Yeah. I'd be like, why are you watching me barf so much? Right. I think I did internalize it though. I was like, should take a look at this. It's the psychology of you. (laughs) Exactly. Psychoanalyze this. Um, Your six-year-old stranger is like, okay, girl, we have to hide our barfing from said stranger. Right. Yeah. We're not safe here. Right. See, no. and I can't. I can't do weed. I can't handle the marijuana. Yeah. That's not. I fall asleep in a hall. It's been proven. <laughs> 
time and again. I'm not even. <laughs> Let's talk vices. It's a. Uh, were you ever a stony baloney, Allison? Yeah, in college I was. Like the appropriate time, I guess. <laughs> but the appropriate time, but also like the entire time. I mean, that's actually not true. My around the last couple of years, I didn't do it a lot, but. It was so pervasive the first couple of years of college. And I think I thought I liked it at the time, but I look back and I think like, I don't think that that was really that fun. I don't know why we felt compelled to do it a hundred percent of the time. Cause that's in theory what you're supposed to do in college. I guess right. it was like illegal then. Oh yeah, the rebellion so was of it illegal, was so yeah. much different. That's true. Yeah. Did I like it? Do you have a mind? Maybe spiral? this is why you don't remember <laughs> right. a lot of the movies you've watched. Oh, you've seen point. them in past. Maybe I have seen back. them. Yeah, you can Maybe go back you through your stone and you're like, you know what, everything's fine. There are three movies that I know that I saw. I got stoned before, so I don't remember anything about them. One was Muppet Treasure Island because I saw oh, it in, in the theater. Oh, Haunting. In Haunting. The theater. In the theater. Hang on. In the theater. Yeah. That is bold. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, you have That's to be high to see me. that one. Yeah, I think we got high in the car. That's yeah, the problem. smart, smart. Also high in the car before seeing Tom and Viv and... Like that's oh. a pretty heady, but also heavy movie. No, no recollection of it. Oh. Um, and then also there's a movie called The Night We Met, I think, which I saw at my friend's house and we got stoned yeah. beforehand. And her mom came home oh, no. at some point during it. And I just remember she's like, oh, you changed your hair to me. And I'm like, oh, I used to have bangs. And I spent the entirety of the movie like wondering, was that a normal exchange we had? At all. That's actually my fucking favorite. Okay, so I have like three memories from smoking weed when I was younger because I didn't do it very often. My best friend and I, she had a very cool older brother who was also hot. So mm. he could have told me to set myself on fire and I would have. But we went over to his cool new apartment. He put on Enya. And then we smoke crazy bong rips. And I laid on the smooth floor. Enya will never be the same, but I still listen to it all the time. I'm like, it'll never feel as great as it did when I was laying on the floor. It's so <laughs> weird. I was really feeling it because I'm already that person in my soul. So it was really fucked up. <laughs> I just heightened myself too far. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> but I watched that Mira and What's-His-Face make a porno. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched that high, and all I did was turn to people the entire time and ask questions. <laughs> and it was the first time everybody's seen it. That is my biggest movie pet peeve, too, by the way, when people watch a movie. Yeah. And they ask you, and I'm like, I'm you know here what first I know. Too. I don't know. Yeah, you're but seeing then, what I'm seeing in real time. But then someone's mom that still lived with them, oh, we're no. older, came in and sat down between all of us and started watching it with us. That's the worst. <laughs> because bad movie, so high. Hi, inappropriate aged parent in the same room and i'm like oh i want to leave this is so bad i used to have bangs i'm i'm loving <laughs> I'm, I'm loving that. i'm yeah i'm loving you just like wondering the rest of that whole movie being so high that you're like is that a normal response <laughs> yes. to right. an adult human i remember another time in college being so high and my friend you know we all had these little mini fridges and my friend opened his mini fridge and was like do you want a beer and I spent what felt like two hours being like, did I look like I wanted a beer? Why did he ask me that? Like, what was I staring at the beer? I mean, oh my God. <laughs> you high plus you're just already like nature nurture psychoanalytic. <laughs> right. Like, you were born this way and then your family's this way. So I know. Really into- Ooh, now that our brains are all slow Mushy. and gooey, Ooh, let's hop time. into fast reactions. This 
or that. And we're going to give you two options that Allison, you must choose between. And we are doing a special best friends edition. And I'm very excited. Shannon, would you like to kick it off? Hells yeah. Okay. So these questions are about what kind of friend you are and what kind of friendships you enjoy and things about friendship. Great. Friends who jog together or lounge together? Lounge. Mm, Friendship bracelets or those cool broken heart BFF necklaces? Oh, broken heart things. Yes. One bestie or group of tight pals? Group of tight pals. Mixtapes or love letters? Mm. Love letters. Pinky swear or cross your heart, hope to die? Ooh. Um, I'm going to say cross your heart, hope to die. I like that. Mm. I thought that's like my favorite question. <laughs> Cootie catcher or masho. Ooh. Or what? Or which one? Mash. Masho. What's mansion? Oh, yeah. Mansion, apartment, shack, house. Yes. I don't know yes. what the O is. What's the O? We said office before. No, um, outhouse, somebody said. Apparently there's a lot to the O version is a lot of different. I hate the O version, but I just didn't want to say it at first. I live in an office. (laughs) I'm going to say mash over cootie catcher or mash O, but I've only ever done mash. I got back into cootie catchers like a year ago (laughs) and I started making a lot of them. Yeah. I did them at work with my best friends. I don't even think I would know how to make one anymore. I'm going to have to look that up. Me neither. I would probably have have a child make it for me and then I would write it. (laughs) Are they still (laughs) making them? Yes. It's crazy. They're starting to fold their notes like we did. Yes. Oh, like nostalgia. Here's a tiny shirt. Yes. This is shaped like an arrow, but if you unravel the arrow, you'll never make it back into an arrow. Right. Like a, like a map. Yes. (laughs) Pull pull the triangle do you guys remember like the hand clapping games like miss yes. sue miss or miss lucy had mm-hmm. a steep at that i wonder mm-hmm. if they do any of that anymore i do it with my son because he really likes it miss it's mary fun. mac all right. dressed in black yeah. or down by the bay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. those are fun absolutely i love that shit sharing clothes or sharing boyfriends clothes <laughs> i don't know all my friends stole all my fucking boyfriends i mean neither neither of them really right but she's i don't want to share anything yeah with <laughs> your, your own clothes and yeah boyfriend. yeah mani pedis or facials mani pedi these are this is I probably my, my favorite round of this or that so yeah far. that's really fun the favorite part of the show yes. for me for me too and but maybe not for you it, depending on how you're you gonna feel. like it but you're gonna like hate it first we would it. like okay, to great. sit here and compliment yeah. you while you oh, take yeah. it Absolutely. oh boy if you, <laughs> if you don't mind number one i'm going to pick favorites because i am a childish fan greg is great whatever i'm not talking shit on greg <laughs> but i am team allison number one thank you your kids are fucking awesome <laughs> you are a super exceptional mom i love the way you talk about your kids you're super realistic you're very down to earth i like when you admit that you don't know all the things about a thing and you ask questions about stuff you're super smart and very relatable but you're also like personable so human and personable yeah that's part of what made me want you to be a guest on our show i find you endearing and smart and charming and fascinating and you've lived Five lives. You're not an old woman. You've done so much shit Mm -hmm. in all the years you've been on the planet so far. You're wise beyond your years, but you're still like youthful and humble and kind. I just really am so excited that you're on the podcast. That's so nice. Thank you. That is so, so, so nice. I will admit I was a little nervous because Mm. lately, like the past few years, your name is everywhere. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Everywhere we turn. Everywhere. You have fans everywhere. Everyone always talks about you. And 
And every time I see something in my feed on social media, Mm -hmm. it always ties back to you. And I'm telling you, like you are in a household name and you don't even realize it. Oh my God. That is so crazy. Nice to hear because it does not, that does not like, I hear all that and I'm like, okay, that's not true though. But thank you. For sure. No, it really does. And when she said that she was, guess who I'm talking to? Guess who might be on her podcast? And I was like, no, because she's already podcasting all the other cool people. Like, why would she want to be on our podcast? She's doing all the things. We had fangirl weird. You're just so chill straight out the Mm -hmm. gate. And you made me feel more comfortable. This is my house, but I was was a little nervous. (laughs) I get it. You're just so nice and you're so open and I feel like we can talk to you about anything and this is probably why you are everyone's new best friend is because you're just such an open person and I really appreciate you taking time out to hang out with us and I... I like you so much. (laughs) Everyone likes you, but I I really like you. You're so cool. This... uh, Thank you. I... Honestly, this makes me feel uh, thank you. Those I I totally drank up all of those compliments. Yay, That's so good. good. Yay. Uh, yeah, I feel like especially in the pandemic, it's like very easy for anyone no matter what their job is or like what they're doing in their life to begin mm-hmm. to feel like I feel invisible. Like this what a weird like a time. Lost in it. Yeah. So, um thank you. That was very nice. And I love talking to you guys. I feel like we could have talked for hours. Seriously. I truly agree with that. We I'm went on you. some tangents and the tangents so are great. always so like like weird and wobbly and you kind of don't know where they're going to go. And I like that. And sometimes I just turn to Shannon and be like, this is going to roll right into my next question. Or like, I'm skipping a question because this is really fun. Oh, I had one last question and I don't fucking care about it because it was, it was a random after I was going to ask you what kind of animal you would want to be if you were an animal. (laughs) It was like the dumbest question, but I was like, no, we've had, we are not journalists. Like (laughs) that question is bullshit. I don't even want to ask that question. It's so dumb. Well, I think you could probably guess what my, obvious Ooh. automatic answer oh is a bird oh, a duck no. a duck oh, yes. <laughs> a duck. but if i weren't a duck i'd be a koala but i'm gonna go with duck no. i do with koalas though oh well you had a whole alternate life plan of being an animalist of all the things so i was right. like oh this is a little i just question. am picturing your aviary in oh, this yeah. husbandless house that has a husband <laughs> it does have daughter yeah i'm picturing like rolling cottage hills with like a Ooh. forest in the background maybe a stream but it's like that yeah like that gothic victorian like almost oh. english style that has like that greenhouse Ooh. section in the back that like that's that. the aviary where Ooh. it looks all it's all steamed up but it's got all the plants that just take care of I just themselves pictured this i love that in there like you know when you go to the tropical portion yes. of the zoo Only it does <laughs> and you're like birds you're too happy shut up <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's they're so loud <laughs> I love birds. I love birds. Well, Miss Allison Rosen, can you tell all the people where to find you, find your podcast yes. on all the socials so they can just openly come for you? Please yes. come openly for me. I am at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram, and it's A L I, just one L, A L I S O N R O S E N. And my podcast, Allison Rosen's Junior Best Friend, and also Childish, wherever you get podcasts. AllisonRosen.com for like all the all the other stuff. All the things all the other stuff um, also congratulations on your 100th episode of childish oh thank you i love it please bring back talking about cloacas i am here <laughs> for all of your chicken i need to do that needs <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and give you the bonus closer Ooh. okay as we okay. bid adieu to you can you go ahead and give young allison some advice from current allison oh 
young Allison, don't go to a contaminated beach. <laughs> it's not worth it. Don't do it. He's going to leave you with his old lady and you won't know what it means for years. And he doesn't even believe in the internet. Also, just trust that it's okay to be yourself and you don't need to be so afraid and you don't need to worry so much about fitting in. Amen. Oh, I love it so much. And we love you. And thank you so much. Thank you. you. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. Oh, (sighs) that episode was so good. We feel so good. We hope you feel so good. I'm so energized. Right. And if you are feeling energized and Mm -hmm. you want to hop on the internets, go ahead and give a little rate and review and support us so hard with your hearts and your thumbs anywhere you can rate a podcast. You can put that energy into some good vibes for us. I love that. Where could they find us if they were like looking around the social medias? We are on Instagram and Twitter under no, you are that. Yeah. Don't forget the no. And then I think we're on the Facebooks. We are. We have a Facebook group Mm. and we have a Facebook page. So you can either participate or just follow along by liking our page. Just be aware. Give us thumbs up. Yeah. I like it. And uh, if you want to give us some monies, like even like a buck a month, which is rad because it fuels this little show. Mm -hmm. Um, It's on Patreon at, uh, what is it again? Patreon.com forward slash you are that. God, you're so good. Thanks. You yeah. are that. Oh, we also yeah, have got it. a merch store. If you want to participate by putting things on your bods or around your home, mm-hmm. not everything is super logo-y. There's stuff that fits all kinds of personalities and we think you're going to enjoy it. It's true. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Pass it on to a friend if you're feeling charming Hell and yeah. go uh, heartily stalk our guest. Please do. Okay, so are there tricks for discerning the difference in your voices? And by the way, like my mom, my sister, and I all have the same voice, so I get it. Oh, good. Okay. We try to address one another by our names if we're asking questions or commenting on stuff so that you could keep track of it. Got it. And so our listeners don't get sick of our stupid voices. Also, (laughs) Shannon talks about chickens a lot, and I say fucked up vulgar stuff. Bonnie's more likely to talk about vaginas and dicks. And and you talk about chickens.